Welcome everybody to another episode of the Business Boys. I think I think we're at 28 now. I uh, hope y'all are doing well. It's been a, it's been a minute since we last talked, but uh, we're back. Uh, it's been like three weeks. I was in Florida last week, but I'm back in the cold um, with my man Spence. As always, Spence, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, tons of has happened since we last talked. Brexit has failed. There's been a record government shutdown. Uh, huge bankruptcy debate with PG&E out west. Uh, Sears potentially saved. I mean, uh, earnings coming. Uh, business is booming. I uh, hope you had a good time in Florida. Um, yeah, just been working hard here, but pumped to be back for the business boys. Nice, nice. And, I mean, you said a lot of important things, but you didn't say the most important thing. Super Bowl That's next right. weekend. <laughs> yeah, I got for sure, I guess, right? Uh, you want to pick it quickly? Yeah, I'm like I'm going. I'm going all, all in right. on the Rams. Going all in on the Rams. What about you? What's that? I'm going. I'm going all in on the Rams. What about you? What are you doing? What are you feeling? Uh, I used to have a rule when I played in spread pools that I never ever pick against the Patriots, no matter what the line is, because it usually just works out if you bet them every week. Uh, didn't pick them in the divisional round, got screwed. Didn't pick them last weekend, got screwed. So, uh, you know, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over and not uh, learning from it. So call me insane. I'm picking the Rams. Go Rams. Let's go! Revenge. <laughs> uh, because we're both on the Rams, the Patriots are 99% sure to win. <laughs> you know, Brady's first Super Bowl win was against the Rams. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna get. They're gonna get revenge for that. I love it. And Sean McVay was probably like 15 years old when that happened. <laughs> he's, he's like he's 33 now. So this is what 17 years ago. Yeah. He was legit 18. He was probably chugging beers in his dorm room watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You got any drinks today? Uh, no, man. It's like Sunday midday. I'm still drinking my coffee. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of delicious, delicious black coffee. Sounds, I'm not a coffee guy. I uh, I have an, I'm rocking a couple back to back hangovers. Saw the Sheepdogs the other night. They were great, great Canadian band. The mm. Damn Truth was awesome. If you guys don't know them, check them out. So today I'm just gonna take a little tiny little little bong hit here. Some legal Mary Jane. Um, I ripped Tim Horton so hard a few weeks ago. Uh, they're 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 war they're coming back in my heart because the double double Timbit is delicious. And so is the tiramisu big donut. Props to Tim Hortons. Coming back with some two really good, delicious delicacies that I've been enjoying. And I probably shouldn't be because it's probably not good for you. Tiramisu big donut. I need to fucking try that bad boy. Yeah. It's just good, man. It's not amazing, but it's 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 pretty solid. Nice. Pumped to check it out. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Warms you. Warm, warm yourself up with a nice tiramisu and a hot coffee. Get you going in this cold weather, eh? I'm, I'm, I, I apparently I miss like the craziest, f- coldest, fucking week ever. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, while yeah, I was it's in Florida. been it's been brutally cold. It's it's not fun. It's well, not like, fun to live here in Canada in the winter, man. Like it's it's somewhat depressing. I know, but you know, like it has its it has its like nice things too. Because like one thing I love about like Montreal is like it's fucking cold all the time. But then in the summer. Like as soon as it hits, like everyone flocks out, and it's like a, 
It's like a beautiful, like everyone's down to rage. Like everyone's down to hang out, be outside. It makes you, yeah, it definitely makes you appreciate summer more. I find too in the winter, like when it's freezing cold, obviously I just stay inside. So uh, I don't know. I, I get more like shit done. I'm more productive. Uh, so it was nice out, you know, I'd be like, ah, oh, it's nice. I'm going to go down to the water or, uh, you know, go to the beach or something. Yeah. It's freezing cold. I'm like, yeah, there's a 0% chance of leaving my place. I think one thing we take for granted, though, is, like, we always go to the places where it's warm, like, during our winter. And we're like, oh, this is great. Nah, nah, nah. But, like, it gets so hot there, too, in, like, the summers. Like, I mean, Montreal summers get, like, super hot. But, like, whatever. But, like, you know, you go to, like, like I went to Austin, Texas, a, a year ago or so. And I was just telling the lady, she's like, oh, Montreal, like, what's that all about? And I was, she's like, it's cold. And I was like, well, you know, we try to pack, like, a year's worth of festivals into, like, you know, like, eight weeks. And she was like, honestly, like, all our big festivals happen in, like, October. And I was like, why? And she's like, because it's just so hot in the summer. And, like, it's true. Like, I was even there, and it was, like, November. And I was, like, walking around, like, sweating. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, we're, I don't know what I would rather, like. What would you rather, like, super, like, I'd rather this, like, I'd I'd rather be super, like, cold outside than, like, unbearably hot, but, like, when you sleep and shit. I don't know, man, that's a close call. I'm a fall-spring guy. I like the nice, brisk, you know, 10-degree weather. Yeah. Sweatshirt weather, that's my uh, ideal weather, so. I'm an early June kind of guy myself, but, you know, teach (laughs) teach their own, I guess. Canada in June. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, so so lots of stuffs happened uh, since we last talked. Uh, there's the Detroit Auto Show, which was I don't know, I guess a little bit uneventful. Just a lot of newer models of uh, current cars, uh, some updated stuff. Some of the big three announcing uh, electric plans, like GM's going to be focusing on the Cadillac brand with their EV platform instead of the uh, Chevy. Like right now, they have Chevy Bolt and Volt, but it will be Cadillac going forward. Uh, Ford's kind of teased like they're going to make the uh, F-150 uh, into an electric version or hybrid version, which is pretty huge because I think that's like one of the most popular cars in the United States. Uh, they love their trucks over there. That they do. Yeah. Uh, Volkswagen partnering up with Panasonic and uh, tons of investments into battery facilities. So a bit of movement on the electric front. Uh, lots of just improved gas stuff and... Honestly, it just like the show doesn't really have the same uh, the same oomph that it used to have. It's uh, I don't know. There's a lot of auto shows now, and yeah, yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big car guy myself. Honestly, like horsepower, like I don't really know like what it means. And <laughs> it's, like it's like how, how many shit how many horses how many horses it would take to pull yeah. what your car can pull, it's, right? It's, it's the best unit of measurement ever. A horsepower. Yeah. Whoever like thought of that drinks. is, yeah. Whoever whoever thought of that is, it, it probably goes back way back to the old days when they first started transitioning from horses. Why car can pull what three horses can pull? Yeah, oh God, exactly. Look at you, man. <laughs> like most of these uh, people, the world must have been fucked using horses. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that that was like that was like two weeks ago. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, a lot of other stuff happened. Uh, Snapchat's new CFO left, like, after, like, six months on the job. That was, like, a pretty big story. Supposedly disagreements with the CEO. Don't know what that means because the CFO, you know, 
usually just like, hey, handle the financial stuff. They're not too, too, too involved in like company direction. So kind of uh, perplexing right there. Yeah. But this is what happens when you when you work with a millennial CEO who's a billionaire. These eccentric guys. Yo, I got a question for you actually. Okay. So like obviously like I like I haven't touched my Snapchat in forever. Like I haven't gone on it. And like I'm assuming that's the case for most people. But like the stock I mean I mean like I don't know, it's all over, but like what's like what's the value left for Snapchat? Like how are they like how do they still have some value? Like what do people like what do they have? Well they still have what is that, hundred and eighty million daily active users, right? So that's, that's still a lot, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot so yeah. of people. <laughs> so I think, I think like a lot of young teens still use it a lot. Okay. So they still have people going on the app every day. So I think you still have, uh, you know, a pretty big audience that you can monetize through ads and stuff. But what are they, are they going on? Are they sending snaps or are they just using like the filters or like what? <laughs> like I, I, I never get snaps. I don't know. And like now I find on, on, on iMessage, like I can take a picture and send it without saving it to my camera roll. That was like the whole benefit of Snapchat. No, that's what I, that's why I liked it. Yeah, no, for sure. I, 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 I don't use it. So I couldn't <laughs> tell if snaps going down or whatnot. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, I, I just know the numbers, like 180 million people. So it's a good amount of people you can monetize, but yeah, seriously. Their, their daily active base isn't growing. It actually fell last quarter. So um, they probably are having some difficulties. They do have some good But like still, 180 million people every day is no joke. Like that's a lot of, a lot of advertisers would be all over that. Yeah. Good old snapperoo. Yeah. The rise rise in potential fall. Maybe they'll get bought. Who knows? Netflix. <clears throat> they came tons out. Tons of uh, earnings. Yeah. Want to talk a bit about tons Netflix? Earnings, a little price yeah. hike? Yeah, it's going to be sixteen ninety nine in Canada. It's going up three bucks, I believe. Oh, shit. I it's 13. I, honestly, I don't even know what it is now. I think uh, it's, it's $14 bucks now, $13.99. Okay. Is that for so, all? Are they increasing uh, all their platforms or like just, just like the single use? Is that the single use one? Or like the, I'm not sure. I believe it's just the uh, standard single one. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, so that'll be uh, first of all. That's a lot of uh, extra revenue for the company, and I don't think it will cause too many cancellations, if any whatsoever. No, they could charge like upwards to twenty, and there would still be no backlash for now. Yeah, I I I, I love Netflix. Like. I like it. I just, I find them they're really like with their, especially with their, they're doing their own original content and stuff. It's like, they're all, they're, they're very, they're creating like a nice differentiation for themselves now. Like it's almost like the discovery channel with like good comedy. And like, it's like, it's more, it's more like, it's not really as for your like family movie nights, you know, like if you're like compared to like what Disney's going to be able to offer, like it doesn't have those like huge big box ones. And I don't think they will moving forward, but they have like good, like learning stuff, documentaries and good stand up comedy with like a lot of different views mixed on them. They're, I like it. It's good. I'm going to, I think I'll yeah. keep it no matter what. Yeah. Same here. Uh, to just try to get like as much content as possible. You can justify raising prices. Like if you think about what it uh, costs for cable, I don't know what is it, 50, 60 bucks a month minimum. Um, yeah. If Netflix could eventually have absolutely everything, like you would pay 40 bucks for it per month. Like if I had sports, if I had news, if I had absolutely everything. You know, you know Netflix, they came out and they were saying, um, 
it was kind of interesting. They were saying how, like, a company like, uh, like, um, what's that game, Fortnite and stuff like that, are like real competitors to them, like even more so than HBO, because of like how much time people are like, spending on video games now. Um, Forty-three billion dollar revenue business, video games, man. But that's that. That could be like I don't know if that's true because when I play video games on my computer, I usually have Netflix going on my. TV. <laughs> but I'm like a multitasker. I don't. I don't know if these hardcore gamers, they're probably like streaming them, themselves on Twitch. Oh yeah, they're locked and loaded. Yeah, I don't think they have uh, too many distractions going on. These gamers are insane, man. Like they're doing eight-hour speed runs on Twitch with no break. Like how do you? Don't you have to go to the bathroom? Like. I don't know, eat something. That is, that These is guys pretty are whack. Yeah, but like it's their job too. Like, do they not get up? They must get up. No, man. They're they no, they don't. They're these guys are hardcore. Uh, yeah. That's gotta be brutal. I gotta I eat. Know. I gotta they get don't a even, They don't even smoke any weed. <laughs> I would. I would need like. I would need like an energy drink, and then I would need to pee after that energy drink. And I need yeah, snacks. Seriously. Get a nice tech can of tuna halfway through the day there. You can't tuna. Oh, KD and tuna. I had that this week. Oh, Solid great meal. meal. Yeah. Get the carbs and the uh, protein. Perfect blend. Yeah. 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 It's d- delicious. Uh, yeah. Anyways, back to the video games. I know like with Tencent, there was the whole thing in March that the Chinese regulators um, put a freeze on approving their um, new mobile games. They just recently approved two new ones. So... Uh, I think uh, people, like investors especially, hoping the government kind of clears the way for Tencent to keep pumping out the millions of mobile games they make to the delight of you and many others. Yeah, well, honestly, like, when I saw that, I thought I was, like, going to get fired soon just because, like, I'm like, more games? (laughs) Like, ooh. (laughs) But I I looked into them, and the ones they actually approved, they're, they're, um, what are they called, functional games? So they're not, like, monetization games or, like, kind of, like, like, they're not... What, what do I have now? I have uh, Clash Royale and Brawl Stars and like they're sick games, but these ones are more functional. It's like they're they're more educational. Like one of them is like focus on like Chinese culture and they're like for kids like to learn and stuff. It, like those are the ones they're uh, like, yeah, they're not like passing up, but they're not saying like, oh yeah, like you can like just blood and fucking awesome stuff. It's like they're kind of, they sound kind of boring. Um, kind of, kind of crazy that they have to get them approved too. You know, like, it's like, here we just like, it's just like, yeah, I made this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, China. So yeah. government has a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. And they're saying like but, the whole, uh, the good whole, for the, good for the company. Yeah. The whole point is that they want to limit kids like on their phones and how much they're using them and what they're using their phones for, which is, you know, it's, it's a good thing, but you know. Yeah. I mean, they, I feel like they did else. studies where uh, video games have a lot of benefits. Yeah, to like in- improve your focus and motor skills. Probably a lot of negatives too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, I do everything in balance. You know, you never go wrong that way. Uh, there was a massive conference, like a yearly conference in Davos last week. It's pretty much where all the billionaires fly in on their fucking jets and talk about how much money they have and comment on the markets. So like all the big guns there, Ray Dalio, uh, you know, Jamie Dimon, some of the bank CEOs. Um, bunch of other hedge fund managers, uh, Oracle of Boston. So uh, I always like keep keep a lookout on that. See what some of the big dogs are saying. A lot of uh, pessimism in the market now. Um, a lot of the risk being brought up. You know, uh, 
corporate and national debt, uh, rising rates, not having rates high enough when something does go wrong that we can't lower them enough, slowing global growth, political tension. So uh, some some warning flags from some of the big guns like Big Ray. Um, probably go check out a few articles if you're interested, if you're an investor. But uh, yeah, must be a fun conference to go to. Wonder what they serve there for food. It must just be straight up caviar and steak and lobster. Oh, Kobe beef. Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous. They might the after party beef. must be insane. <laughs> probably not. They're all like seventy. Right? Yeah, I'm not saying they guys. like. I'm not saying they like get like like blackout wasted, but like it must uh, be a pretty just, good just party. Just sit around, and drink uh, like Johnny Blue and stuff, and smoke uh, expensive cigars or something. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, one of the big stories was uh, my boy Jim Cramer. I think he tweeted this out two weeks ago, and he's got a huge Twitter battle with uh, random people of America, as he usually does, which uh, brings me great joy to my life. So <laughs> he, he he was at he was at like a uh, healthcare conference in California. I think he tweeted out like. Because Apple's been uh, doing like a healthcare push with their with the watch and everything, they want they want to be more involved with healthcare, like like potentially be the carrier of your electronic medical records. So it's just like on your watch or iPhone, and it's like super easy to send it between the doctor's office and the hospital stuff like that. Well, they already they already have sense. they already have two hundred hospitals. From if I what I read was accurate, like oh on really board, okay yeah, with that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, so it's uh, Kramer floated out they should buy Epic Systems, which is a it's a private company, and pretty much it's a medical software company. They hold, I think, like they have contracts with hospitals that hold like sixty five percent of the American people's um, medical records. So they're pretty much the biggest player. And uh, what he was saying is like, if Apple buys it. And it could be so much easier, like just on your phone or or through through your watch. It could also be great for Apple, like as a company. It'd be a, a huge acquisition, like twenty billion probably. But then they like he just got immediate backlash, like people saying like, you know, the Epic uh, owner doesn't want to sell. She's old, or uh, I think she's like seventy five. She's seventy five. And, and no? said, yeah, and said that w- when she retires, she wants to like. Just give all the shares to a non-profit type thing. They're not trying to make it for profit. People are like, oh, Apple, like, I don't want them having my medical records. That sounds sketchy. I think Apple has been pretty good with data privacy. I mean, it's not like Facebook's getting it. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I'm surprised the backlash. I just thought it was, like, an interesting, good idea for Apple as a company. And people are either, like, super for it or super against it. Um, yeah, it's definitely interesting. It would be a great move for Apple as a company. It would be. I get like the. I get why people are a bit hesitant with like a massive tech company, but it's like we need to make our stuff tech. Like it just makes it so much more efficient. Just to, yeah, I the think Apple, they like more Apple's been like once you once you're public and like profit is really involved, like like with like it is with Apple. Even though it doesn't have to be a huge money maker for them, people are kind of uh, skeptical. Whereas right yeah. now you have a private company. You know the owners like no, we're gonna give it to a nonprofit. Our goal is not to make you know, a ton of money. It's just to kind of keep all your uh, medical information safe and stored well. So I thought the funniest thing, because I love Jim Cramer. He's hilarious. The funniest thing was like, we've on multiple occasions definitely said that Apple wasn't innovating 
enough. And in one of the in one of the videos he did on well, what's it called, yelling money or uh, mad money? Yelling money would be uh, <laughs> apropos. He he mad said money. he calls us hogwash, my man. He says anyone who says Apple's no no longer innovating is hogwash. Well, that's that's like another debate. He's been on fire on Twitter. He's so funny when 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 someone says something to him, he like responds to them and he calls them Sparky. Like, hey, listen here, Sparky. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said this. Clearly, you're out of your mind. Uh, he, he he's a he's a freaking beauty. But uh, yeah, that was another huge Twitter like poll debate. Like Kramer was like arguing that Apple's still innovating, and people were like, Nah, man, they're not. Uh, the majority of people are saying they're not. I think he's wrong on that. I usually think he's pretty on point with most things. He's a really smart guy. Was an, a really good uh, hedge fund manager in the '80s and '90s. Amazing returns. He, the guy's almost a billionaire, probably. Nah, he's he's like he's a multimillionaire though. Um, but yeah, I, I disagree with him. Like they used to innovate now his arguments just pointed to like really good products that people still love and use. And that's true. There's nothing like, and we never didn't say that we just said they're not in their innovation stage anymore. So you, are you throwing hogwash right back at Jimmy C? Yeah. Right here I, on the I business he's boys. missing the boat on it. Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> he's missing the boat on it. There's a difference between amazing products that people use and innovation right of course their innovate their innovation was from like 2000 to 2010 with with steve jobs yeah definitely think he's off on that but uh yeah i mean you apple has to do something because you got a really soft uh, smartphone market and you don't have much else in the pipeline with Apple. They just laid off another 200 people in their self-driving car department. No one, no one thinks that's going anywhere. That's just like a waste of money at this point. <laughs> and, and it would, it would force Apple too to like to focus on the enterprise versus the consumer, which they've never really done, right? Apple's always been a consumer-facing company, right? If yeah, they get into Epic and healthcare, it'd be, yeah, you'd be dealing with hospitals and stuff, right? So, um, don't know how they would perform in that area. It's true. Very consumer oriented. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, lots of earnings coming out next week. It's going to be fucking crazy. Probably going to be laughing at some stuff because of lack of sleep. Who do you got? Who are, who are some of the bigger ones coming up next week? Oh, it's not even worth getting into. They're so fucking mad. Like all the big, all the big tech companies like McDonald's, uh, all, most of the big players. Next week's the busiest week of earnings. Who's, who? like earnings starts every year. It starts with the banks. Usually, you know, the banks and the airlines kick it off. It's kind of a slow start. Then you get like the Johnson and Johnsons. You get, you get some of the consumer ones. And then usually the second, third week, you get the, the tech giants and, uh, some of the Dow 30 blue chippers. It's just a complete shit show. So is there anyone like you're like super pumped to see like what, like, like to go through it? Is there anyone tingle your fancy? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, I guess like, like I'm just like, it's business as usual. I'm not like excited for any of them. Uh, last quarter, I, was, I, I guess I'm like most curious about Amazon because their last quarter was like a little softer than expected. So I'm just curious what their um, holiday season 
revenues are going to be, you know, because that's a pretty good like indication of, you know, how much money consumers are spending. Right. So if they have like a dope uh, retail holiday season, I'll be like a little more optimistic about, uh, you know, spending going forward in the economy and the consumers are still spending money. So I guess guess that one I'm quite intrigued, but there's a lot of them. I'm curious how they do. None of them I'm super pumped about. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy week, man. All right, I have I I know you got to get back to your stuff. I have nothing else that uh. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss today, or should we chalk it up to a nice short uh, business boys pod? No, we'll keep it uh, short and sweet, man. Maybe we'll try to do one. Next week as well because we've been off three weeks. Yeah, I've missed you there's guys. lots of uh, <laughs> lots of lots of news, but uh, no man, great to be back. Good talking with you, and uh, yeah. All right, guys, you guys have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you guys soon, and uh, check you later. Peace out. <laughs>